I lost 200 followers from this one post. What was the post? I was uh, did a few photo shoots from that. I mean, it was just sexy shit. It looks like, you know, I mean, certain people would say that it looks like um, like porn or whatever. And then certain people would say it looks sexy or exotic. You know, I don't know. And I said, question, if your daddy, granddaddy, mama, family, and or Jesus himself did not judge, all was there was no good or bad in how you wanted to dress all this stuff um i said what type of sexual fantasies would you have who would you fuck how would you fuck how would you dance who, what would you say and who would you find sacred union with um how would you do it you know how would you do life how would you dress how would you show up and how would you who would you be today's episode we're going to talk about daddies and fathers this was actually supposed to be done a few days ago and i just didn't get it you know i was in i traveled back to florida and then got back here to Cali and it just fell through the cracks. But here we are. And I did make a post, if you did not see it, I did make a post that actually lost. I lost 200 followers from this one post. What was the post? It was me. It was KK, Casey Kimmel, my goddess, alter ego, sexy, freaking sensual sex kitten goddess bitch very powerful i was uh did a few photo shoots from that i mean it was just sexy shit it looks like you know i mean certain people would say that it looks like um like porn or whatever and then certain people would say it looks sexy or exotic you know i don't know everybody's different but it was pictures of that and certain sexy pictures of me and it said my father has daughter issues <laughs> i found that meme probably a month ago and I saved, I was like, this is going to be gold. I don't know what I'm going to use it for, but wow, what a different spin, you know, because everybody's always like, oh, she, she has daddy issues. Not, not talking about me, but usually if anybody sees a girl in a strip club or she's doing anything like that, making money off of her body, they're like, she has daddy issues. Never do they even look at people who's been married for 25 years or can't stay in a relationship. You know, every failed relationship, uh, single mom, single mom and people never ever look at people like that and go, she must have daddy issues. It's always just judgmental. Like if you seem like you're a fucking hoe, then you must have daddy issues. And really there's another, there's a flip side to that. It's really that he had daughter issues because at the core of who we are as a woman, our feminine, our dark feminine, which a lot of people run from, you know, church has completely made women out to be villains and whores and um, not holy if they don't cover up from head to toe. So, I mean, like you got to look at that construct and that programming. And then you got to look into things like I teach this in Amara. I have a course on divine femininity and stepping into your true feminine essence. It is a female rites of passage course, very ancient wisdom course, um, very powerful. <laughs> Enroll at your own risk. But we teach all these things. I do go over it some in the mastermind. I have a couple courses, relationship by design. And no, I'm not selling this. I'm just telling you if you're in the courses, this is where you can find out this kind of information. Because I had a girl post and I was like, who? Well, let me read it to you. I'll it uh here's the post right here. I said, Does my sexuality make you feel uncomfortable, Daddy? Does women who dress and look like me make you want to call them names, Daddy? And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> If I could stir the pot, I'm going to stir the pot. Um, but seriously, ladies, I said, it's time to find her. It's time to find your goddess. She may wear dresses. She may stay covered up or she may wear thongs. And I said, question, if your daddy, granddaddy, mama, family, and or Jesus himself did not judge, all was there was no good or bad in how you wanted to dress all this stuff. Um, I said, what type of sexual fantasies would you have? Who would you fuck? How would you fuck? How would you dance? Who, what would you say and who would you find sacred union with? Um, how would you do it? 
You know, how would you do life? How would you dress? How would you show up? And how would you, who would you be? You know, and, and a lot of people don't know because we were born into a family where our name's chosen for us, our religion's chosen for us, our school's chosen for us. Most people, their career is chosen. Like they don't even know who they are. Women, and I'm speaking from my own personal journey. I'm speaking, this is all about me. If you haven't noticed, like I'm sure things that I've said in the past, there's been one big projection and I'm, you know, apologize. I am human, but I didn't realize like Casey, just share your experience your life experience and in that is how everything's going to come to play so i did that i realized that that all that was done for you know to me about me and all this i grew up the same way and i I remember telling stories in the mastermind hot mom's lifestyle mastermind that's a course that i teach women how to just be healthy and sexy and be hot as fuck without cardio, without killing yourself in the gym, without restricting calories and actually eating more and doing the things that you love to do and feeling better and actually being healthier than as, as if you hired a trainer to give you a macro plan with cardio. Like that's what hot moms is all about. And we have hormone doctors. We help really the, I think the secret, I know the secret is so like the marketing, the clickbait is that I help you lose weight without cardio. Once they get in, we do work with doctors. We totally, I mean, can do a miracle work on their hormones. We've had people with Hashimoto's. They're no longer Hashimoto. Their thyroid antibodies come down like miraculous healing of diseases gone. Okay. And it's not necessarily by like, oh, it's our doctors or it's this one thing. It's the trauma-informed approach. And a lot of people, you know, used to get triggered at the word trauma, but it's not necessarily what happened to you. It's about what didn't happen to you. And in a lot of cases, a lot of us grew up, you know, like me, it was like, I was just taught you hit the ground running, you work hard and you don't cry. You know what I'm saying? So all that is just emotional neglect. Well, I didn't know that was trauma. I didn't know that was traumatic. Right. But it's, I grew up my whole life thinking that thinking certain things that did not serve me well, created a lot of shame and guilt in me and created a lot of my eating disorders. It created a lot of my binge. It created a lot of my uh, autoimmune gut issues, my hyperthyroid. It created a lot of that. And so I teach women, hey, your chronic illness or your struggle with weight or whatever it may be, it's not even about a diet. It's about how you think, how you feel. It's about your emotional body. And it's about these things and constructs and old conditionings that keep you in the way that you are. That's why everybody usually repeats after their family. It's a family cycle because people don't break out of that matrix. Like you're you're, for many reasons, and I'm not even going to go into it today because this is about daddy. But the courses that go over all these and really deep dig down and and change your um clears your subconscious and creates new neural pathways. Like we have it to a science, all that's in hot mom's mastermind. And it's in relationship by design course. It's in energy codes. It's in reset and restore. And it's in one more that I told a girl about today. What did I tell her? Definitely in clear my shit. And it is in Amar. So Amar relationship by design, drop the fucking weight struggle. So in drop the fucking weight, drop the MF weight struggle, energy codes, reset and restore. You will slowly uncover like why you struggle with weight your whole life, why you struggle with low energy, why you feel uncomfortable around women who dress provocative, why you feel uncomfortable around sexual things, just all this crazy stuff, right? All this stuff because it is holding you back in a way. And so that's why, you know, I posted that. I'm like, nobody ever says that he has daughter issues because he did. My dad totally had, I mean, his his way of thinking was. There's two types of women, whores and then my mom. Okay, that's how he thought about every woman. Every every woman was a hoe, only good for one thing. Men were superior. And I, I grew up in Georgia, like real Southern Baptist, um, 
you know, a woman cooks, cleans, men just kind of do whatever they want to do. Women, women are like the lower sex. Um, men always make more money than the women. Like women just kind of don't have any rights. Like that's how I grew up. And a lot of you are like, oh, no wonder you seem so out there. Yeah, right. My trauma has served me well, but really it's me. People think people would look at me and judge like, oh, wow, she's out there. She must be trying to prove something. Well, actually, people think that when a woman is in her her wildness, when her woman is in her feminine women and men, it triggers them because we are taught. Well, we used to kill them. Women who were like that used to be have their heads cut off, burned at the stake. You know, any woman with a voice and that was a powerful, sexual, beautiful woman was casted out was, I mean, it was not safe to be affluent, beautiful, powerful, can heal with herbs. It was not safe. Okay. And the times have changed. So now when I'm just stepping into, when you're just stepping, when we're just stepping into our femininity and like we want to wear fucking crop tops, we do something sexy, take a pole class, wear a thong to a whatever. People want to say something about it. Well, they're in the old matrix. So you're not even going to make any sense to them. The thing is, you don't even need to make fucking sense to people. I don't even need to make fucking sense to people. So there's that. But a, a woman that is in her divine feminine, a woman that's actively practicing divine feminine work, sees how I be, sees all of this crazy, wild, dancing, sexual, all this stuff is like, that's just being a girl. In our whole lives, it's like we've been taught not to. So yeah, I put that there because I like to make people fucking think. So I think Marilyn Manson was a genius because he knew what he was doing. Lady Gaga knows what they're doing. Like they make people think, you know, I just, I love that. And so when I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is genius. So I made a post and yeah, lost 200 followers for that, but could give a fuck. I, my followers, it's always like, what if, if the more I am me, it'll go up and down, up and down, up and down, but I'm not going to sell out and be that other type of girl because I've tried to do that and I'm just not going to do it. It's, it's exhausting. And you get shitty clients. You get women that are like, oh, I don't even like they'll start working with you and you'll help them literally change their life. And then after they get like their life's going really good, then they're going to find a problem with you. Like, I don't, I don't have time for this one because now all of a sudden your power, because there's more there, it frightens them and it threatens them. And oh, geez. So really, if you just have aligned clients, it's like they don't, the aligned clients just accept they accept themselves. Therefore, they accept you. They don't put me on this certain fucking pedestal that I'm supposed to be this God, this perfect creature in their mommy. A lot of women hire and try to make me in the position of their mommy. Like, tell me what to do. Tell me I'm beautiful. Validate me and make me, you know, help me do the mommy, mommy. I'm like, so I had to switch all that up to like, and this is just me healing because I'm only attracting clients that are like me. Right. So I fucking own that shit. But going back to the daddy thing, I shared a, I don't know if you, what you call it. It's from a book. And it's called Holy Cunt, the book. I Actually, I'm trying to look for the author. I want to interview her. Um, it's not for everybody. It's actually very, I mean, this is for a woman that knows about the embodiment of the wild feminine. Like if you've read, read Women Who Run With The Wolves and like you're already into that shit, I think you would enjoy this book. Um, anybody else would be like, this lady's nuts. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, there's that. Okay. I mean, I couldn't put it down. I couldn't put the book down actually. And at the end of it, she wrote a letter to her father and a letter to herself. And I wanted to share that with you. I posted this on that photo that I lost all the followers or the followers. And I, and I shared this caption under there because it was Father's Day. And I saw the 10 year ago Father's Day post that I did 10 years ago. And it was so sad. It was like, I'm did what, I did what everybody else did. 
here's my daddy. He's a good man. I love him so much. I was daddy's little girl. Okay. And I looked back and go, wow, you were so brainwashed. You were still daddy's little girl, a child trying to make him happy, not truly stepping into who you were because it may make him feel some sort of way. Like after my granddad died, I got a job at Hooters, not because he died, because it's just like what happened next. But I was like, if he was alive, I probably wouldn't have done this because it would have been an embarrassment to the family name. And not to mention like all the fucking like my brother's in jail. So whoop, you fucking do. But it's different if a guy does it. But if a girl got, you know, the women in my dad's side of the family literally told were told that if they had sex, they would be they would be killed. Like her daddy said, if I can't, if I catch that you're having sex, I'll kill you. I am not making it up. That was told to me that my great aunt was told when she was a young girl. So I looked at all this and, you know, clearing the daddy wound has been, it's so much of who I was. And my mom had a lot of masculine energy, a ton, because once again, she grew up, she had been sexually abused, verbally, uh, emotionally grew up in uh, violence, you know, grew up in the projects. Like, so men, being a little old woman was not safe for her either. So we talk a lot about that relationship by design. You know, she emasculated men. So my dad and her made a perfect couple. She had low self-esteem in which my dad was this controlling, insecure, scared little boy. And run, he, he never knew how to deal with his emotions. He was physically abused growing up. So it's all this fucked up shit. And, you know, that's why we can't blame our parents. Like it's, we got to let go. We have to move on. We have to forgive ourselves for believing all this shit. But the thing is, is you, I didn't even realize I believed it 10 years ago. But now that I am a big girl and I'm not playing house anymore, and I've fully, I've fully pulled back from both of them. Now, a lot of you may not have this type of relationship, but I can promise you that if you are connected to your daddy and you're a fucking woman and you're still like daddy's little girl, there's so much lack of growth there. I don't care if he's the best man ever. If there's this connection with that or the mother, you're still not your own woman. There's still a part of you who has to fully let go of a lot of things. And I tell my girls, when you join Mastermind, I'm like, go ahead and just process your mom and father's death because you'll find out where a lot of things came from and it'll free you up a lot and they'll clear guilt because then they feel guilty and obligation. Like I'm telling y'all, it is in a, it's a different life. It's a different world. It's the new earth. It is literally a new earth. Okay. And that's what we're going through right now. Summer solstice, these new energy and frequency upgrades. And I'm going to share a lot about, I, I did share a little bit, but I'm going to go into more on a different episode about some of the things that I'm personally going through and I'm sharing it with my millionaire matrix people in Amar, but I want to share a little bit with you as well, because my podcast people are just, it's just special because this is where my heart is, is in podcasts. It's in anything where I'm just talking to the camera, sharing what's going on in my life. Like that is, that's all I want to do. All I give a shit about. So I appreciate you for letting me do that. I would do it anyway, but I'm just showing my appreciation to you. <laughs> um, So I put, made the post and I just want to read it to you real quick. Uh, read it to you because I, I think this is going to help. I know it helped me. And so, yeah, just um, let me read this to you. So I made the post and I said, does my dark feminine, wild sexual woman energy make you feel uncomfortable, daddy? And by the way, men will do that. So any um, a man will call a woman a name if he feels threatened by her beauty or sexuality because it makes her smaller to him because he gets scared. So if he calls her a name or thinks she's a blonde bimbo or a girl and she's into crystals and that woo-woo shit, it puts her beneath him. So he feels better about himself. A true man will never make fun of a woman, never, ever make fun of divine feminine energy because he would have to be in his divine masculine. So Wounded feminine energy attracts wounded male energy and vice versa. So, 
And this says Father's Day letter from the little girl. This little girl could be you, it could be me, it could be anybody, but it's just phenomenal. So the lady, the story was she got to the ends of her rope. She, her heart basically ripped out from this relationship that didn't work. She had given her all. And it's like business too. You know, when you give your all to something and it just doesn't happen, you know, and I've been there and that actually was just there on a business endeavor. And it fucking takes the wind out of your sails for a minute, but there's opportunity in that. And there's a time for a rebirth. And it's really just a death. It's really just a cycle that you're allowing to die because you're no longer addicted to the fucking fucked up feels, right? That's why people that are in weight struggles in loops, it's they're addicted to shame and guilt. They're addicted to the feeling of I didn't do it again or it didn't work for me, right? It's a victim mentality, but not intent. It's not like these people are wanting to be the victim, it, but it is a form of that because it's still this little version of yourself that believes these stories about you and it's not true. Like you're really like it meant that you still you believe that you weren't good a good girl or you didn't deserve that. And I I understand that more than anybody. So that's why I'm like shouting to the rooftops, like, hey, it's not a weight problem. I promise you got this. This is just a emotional body regulated, dysregulated nervous system, mental disorder that can easily be fixed and cleared and healed and rebirthed. So, okay. The little letter from the little girl, (sighs) there I was never demanding anything of you other than being a small child, needing shelter, protection, and just things. Taking your anger and sorrow and holding space for your endless sea of pain. Then you betrayed me. All this love I gave, my presence, my kindness, and you received it well until I took it away. I can see now that I needed to experience this rejection over and over. It has pushed me to unravel a secret, the hidden wound of the little girl who, was, who wasn't received by her father or mother. The little me was too much for them, and they didn't know how to cope. They didn't have the courage or the heart. They didn't have the courage or the heart to be curious about me, to see and appreciate my growth, to let themselves get carried away by my uniqueness. It wasn't in their repertoire to show affection or love. And in my little mind, the little me felt that if she were only more beautiful, more pure, more like her friends that they liked, smarter or better in every way, that he or she would finally be happy and love her. If only I could just make them happy. And if I were just better, but I knew I wasn't good enough, ugly inside and out, unworthy and bad in every way. And I grew up in deep shame. It was hard. And I slow and slowly, I pushed the shame deep into the abyss of the unconscious mind. And it ruled my world. And I didn't know that everything I did in my life stemmed from that root. I had to try really hard with friends, with partners, with lovers, my job, coworkers, business, dance, and creativity. Not in, um, even in my spiritual practice, I was always not enough. It always came with, you need to struggle to have the thing. I couldn't know that no matter how hard I tried, I would never win with myself. I would always just be unworthy because dad or mom never appreciated me and never saw me. I was never happy. This isn't to say that I'm victim of my villain mother or father upbringing. On the contrary, I'm deeply grateful to them. Thanks to the seed they planted, I have the unwavering intention to keep going. Even in times of great suffering, confusion, and no hope, this seed was a necessary tool that brought the necessary tool that brought me to uncover the greatest truth of all. And it served its purpose. I can let go of it now. So you see, to unearth this is the greatest gift of all. 
My deepest gratitude to you. My ship is setting sail now and the winds are strong. I wish you well. That was so powerful. And then there's a letter to herself and then I rewrote it and still kept her tonality because it was just, it made me, it, it just got me because her story, that letter that she wrote, and I have to read the one to my, it's like letter to myself. Amazing. But it got me because for years, you know, and we can stay in our healing cycle for years, just constantly doing inner child work. And then it gets to a point. It's like, just move on, like move on, you know, let go, forgive. Doesn't mean you have to be their best friend. Just let it go. You can never talk to them. It's okay. Just like non-attached, you know, attachments are the path to the dark side. So unattached, seeing why, like, and here's the thing as a child, this is another side, kind of a darker side of the coin. But if you think about it, the people that brought us in, and this may really trigger you because it requires a completely different way of seeing things. So there's that, but there is a paradigm where we have our kids, like our parents had us, they really didn't owe us anything. Well, a parent's supposed to take care of the kid. I mean, as a bonus, that's a bonus because it's not true that every parent, like when they have the, um, every kid needs a parent on this earth because they're foster kids. I work with adopted adults all the time, you know? So that's not true. Just because you have a kid doesn't mean you have to take care. Like it, they're that they're not obligated to that, you know? So if you think about it truly as if they're off the hook, you're off, you're actually off the hook too. I'm off the hook. It's it's a it's a completely different mindset and energy. And then there comes a thing where certain people they have this love for these little kids and they want to take care of them. And let's say they give them shelter and water and food. That's the bare minimum. Cause you know, a lot of parents are like, I do this and this and this for you. It's like, well, you're fucking the mom and I'm a little kid who can't do that. So I mean, what the fuck do you expect? You, you know what I'm saying? So it's like if you're gonna be a parent, then it is like <laughs> That's just what you signed up for, right? You don't owe it to the kid. So you're off the hook. Well, just don't do it. Well, then you'll feel bad about it, right? So you need to just clear the guilt when you, but then when you're like off the hook, truly, and you feel off the hook, everybody else is then off the hook. And then you probably end up wanting to be like halfway, you know, involved taking care of you and them. But when I saw it as my parents really didn't owe me anything, because I sat here and, you know, cried and cried many years for just the sad little girl. And you have to do that sometimes. Like it's in your nervous system. Like you're going to have a release once you start tapping into some of this, because you just find a little part of you who felt sad, who felt like she couldn't, or felt like the reason all the adults around her were angry was her. Like as a kid, everything's about you. If you haven't noticed, like when they need something, it's like, it doesn't matter if we think it's silly in their world. It's like an atom bomb just went off. Like it's a big deal, but people grow up and see kids as like stupid little kids or like they're treated like children. But if you just look at it, like your parents are off the hook. They actually didn't owe you a perfect life. You got to sit with that and go, okay. And then like, it turns back to you and goes, you're the mommy and the daddy now. Like you're a big girl, right? Do it yourself. This is that dark feminine. It's like, if, if you haven't heard my story with the maiden with no hands, this is the dark feminine. It's like, do it yourself. Now you're empowering yourself instead of being enabled, still waiting on somebody to come save you and mommy, daddy to make it okay. Or for everybody else to see how bad they hurt you. At some point, you you do you hand, sit with those emotions as if because you always were supposed to. And sure, you didn't have anybody back then to 
you know, have your back and guide you and support you. But now you do. Now you can create a life because thank God for that contrast because it showed you a life that, hey, you do want supportive people in your life. You want people that are sitting in front of you that's like, come on, like cheering you on, like, hey, we're here, we're ready to love you. But you're still trying to go back and make those people that can't even love themselves love you. So you see what I'm saying? So it, it comes a thing where you go inward with everything, owning every emotion, everything, and letting it go at the same time. And then anointing yourself, appointing yourself, making yourself the mother, the divine mother and the divine father inside of yourself. Every man can be his own mother and father and every woman can be her own mother and father. When you do that, there's just more wholeness, right? It's that it's just more wholeness. So, you know, that's where it started. That's why the the letter really got to me and I, and I felt it so deeply, but you do have to be like, don't beat yourself up if you don't see it this way. And because this is not the right or the wrong way. It's like, if you don't see it a certain way, I encourage you to listen to people that think differently than you, because now it's going to help you to grow because you get to address all your beliefs and why things feel the way they do. But this way of thinking, I don't think I could have thought <laughs> 10 years ago. So there's that. And cheers to growth. Cheers to becoming a big girl. Cheers to becoming a woman, a true woman, not one that's still worried about what mommy and daddy thinks or granddaddy or grandmommy or Jesus for that matter. We just want you to be happy. And it's finding that wild part of you. It's finding that wild woman you will do more good work for the world, your spiritual kingdom, everything when you are truly free, truly free. Say, and that's what I'm going for. Like, how can I become more and more free? And this is a dance. This is a journey. You know, I'm sharing what, what I'm doing. And so far I've got a pretty good track record. So cheers to the growth. All right. Cheers to the growth. Let me know how, what you thought about this. Let me know if it hit home, what it brought up for you. We have tons of resources for you um, if you're ready. And, you know, if you're, if you, if you struggle with weight, if you struggle with energy or burnout and you are a go getter, go, 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 maybe it's time to start looking into a different way of being, a different way of feeling more at peace and more like life's a vacation. That's, that's what I'm going for. So if you're ready for that too, and just to step into your best life, your highest self, you need to be hitting up Pop Mom's Mastermind period. Go to go to caseyship.com forward slash podcast offer and you will see all the different programs and ways to apply to work with me and my team. All right. Y'all have a great day. Talk to you soon.